What's up? We're Pressure Luck, and you're listening to Rocket Night. This is Sharice with Rock at Night, and today we are speaking with Press Your Luck, a pop punk band out of Detroit, Michigan. They are coming out with an EP soon called Painfully Aware, and we have reviewed a couple of their singles. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having us. Today we're going to learn who you are. So going back historically how long have you been together so um i'll take this one we actually started in 2020 so we've been a band for going on three years this year um, but we just kind of took our time you know over covid getting everything together finding members writing music and then 2023 felt like the time to actually get it launched so three years now during covid did you guys already know each other or did you meet like through Facebook or how did you guys yeah. actually get together? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, so it really worked out. Um, most of us have kind of known each other over the years from mm-hmm. different bands or whatever it might've been. And then uh, myself, Ricky and Thibby, um, we actually um, had, had started kind of talking about doing it before COVID. So then we just picked it right up and said, you know what, what better time than now we're all home. And then, Brandon, who plays guitar, um, has just been a longtime friend. We added him. And then the last member to be added was uh, Nick Stedman, who's our bass player. Same thing, longtime friend. You know, all of us had known each other about 10 years or so. And so it just was kind of a perfect fit without even having to physically be together. So, yeah. And also, me and Jim are cousins, so we've known each other a long time. (laughs) Oh, I guess so. You have. So we have kind of a family thing going on, too. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Like, taught each other how to play guitar, like, growing up, just learning songs and listening to the same kind of music. He'd show me something, I'd show him something. And it's cool to see how it's all culminated and, like, how we've all come together. And it's been really cool. Yeah. Now, I would describe your genre as pop punk. Is that how you describe it? Yeah, yeah, I, pop punk is definitely what we we are, but but yeah, we I don't think that we're uh, quintessential pop punk necessarily, but um, we have elements of a lot of things. Like we have so many different influences that you can hear, you know, in the music. But I'd say the 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 base genre would be definitely pop punk. Yeah, I I hear a bit of maybe new metal kind of metal in there too. It's, yeah, yeah, we come from metal hardcore backgrounds mm-hmm. and emo and all that stuff. Uh, pretty much everything all swirled into one. Yeah. <laughs> you guys would have been the perfect band to go on the warp tour. Oh my god, yeah. Well, you know what? If if it's not totally obvious, we're clearly influenced by a lot of warp tour era bands. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's where we would I like to have <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's been a lot of people that have said name that. a few name a few that from the warp tour that you guys really like 
Four years strong. One years. years. <laughs> so far. Set your goals. Um, yeah, set your goals. Uh, Data Remember, uh, Under Oath, uh, oh all of those bands. God, it's like pretty much everyone. Mayday Parade. Grew up on Mayday Parade and always like Motion girls. City. Like, all kinds Motion City of soundtrack. Motion City soundtrack. Yeah, you name it. You know what? Uh, quick honorary mention, Katy Perry, the one year she did work to her. Can't yeah. forget. <laughs> yeah. I so, attended I that one. riding her around the back of his Vespa. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even re- I didn't realize Katy Perry was on the Warp Tour. That's 2007. Wow. I remember because I remember seeing them riding around. Uh, Eminem was, did the Warp Tour too. Yeah, oh he did God. a long time ago. Wow, wow! So uh, that's great that you've been to some of the Warp Tour festivals. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty disappointed that they're no longer around. It makes me really sad, actually. Definitely a good place to to find new music because there's so many bands playing that, you know, if you're waiting for one band, you can go check out another band, but also like now that we're older and we're on the other side of it, it would have been great to have that kind of a stage to, you know, get your name out there. Cause so many bands got their start there. You know, like Paramore probably even, you know, thanks to Warped Tour would have gotten their name out and all these other, all those other bands, honestly, I remember made it parade the guy, uh, Derek, uh, handing out, um, just samplers of their of their demo or whatever just like here check us out and then you know they blow up it's just the hustle of warp tour is unmatched i think these days for sure and i always like seeing the ska bands too yeah yeah they always had a variety i love ska music it's probably the closest thing to the ska guy we got take it back we have one ska guy (laughs) no actually i'm with timmy on this too i like ska music too Okay, make that too. There's like Rancid, Weston Jake, Real Big Fish. Yeah. Bowling for Authority, Soup. Authority, Authority Zero. Bowling for Soup. Suicide, suicide Machines. Suicide Machines. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> All right. So um, let's talk about your actual music. So I presume you got together, maybe went down in the basement and just started hashing out the songs. How did the songs, how did the songs come together? Okay, this one, well, actually, the at the time we started out just kind of learning a bunch of covers just to kind of like be start playing together, and then from there, I think I came up with an idea and I played the drums, and that kind of turned into our first song in your in my bones. Yeah, Fibby, he brought the uh, the chord progression idea to me. He's like, I kind of wanted to go something like this, and I was like. Oh, I see where you're going. And I was like, well, if we play it like this, and we were all kind of like, it was like an aha moment, like, oh, let's go and write that. And we just jammed that for a few weeks and it just came together so organically. We were like, we got something here. So we just kept getting together and and jamming. And it's we've only gotten closer and you know and and better and more syncopated with each other. Yeah. Let's talk about the lyrics. I would say that's very emo because you're it seems like you're talking about breakups a lot. Obviously, I'm sure it's autobiographical. <laughs> Is it? A little bit, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, a couple <laughs> of us went through some some rough times there, yeah. And I think that's why like, you know, we've kind of decided to call it painfully aware. It's like those kind of moments in your life they really make you painfully aware uh, of the state that you're in and just where you are in life, like, you know, and um, those, those, this collection of songs uh, is the first 
spew that we put out and that's what was going on in our life at that time. So I think that going forward, I don't know if it's necessarily going to have that same, you know, um, uh, whatever motif or whatever, but well, it was like a timestamp in our life. Yeah. You know, you that know, was, it's yeah. a very specific period. Cause all three of those songs were written at around the same time. And then the lyrics were all, we all heard the lyrics for the first time in the studio like six months later. So it was all very relevant to a point in time. The pandemic, did that have anything to do with the lyrics? I'm sure it, uh, yeah, there was, there was probably, I mean, yeah, it was a rough time coming out of, you know, just being alone, you know, everybody's isolated and going crazy inside cabin fever, lots of stuff swirling around like that. uh, Yeah. I think there's a line off the top of my head, like, Something. Oh God, what do I say? I don't even remember my lyrics. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, I, I'm insane inside my brain or whatever I say. Uh, but yeah, just that, like feeling stuck and trapped, you know, like definitely the period of time that these songs were written. There's a lot, lot swirling on in our lives. So yeah, it was, uh, it's probably had something to do with it. <laughs> when is the new EP coming out approximately? So um, we actually just dropped the new EP. Um, it's officially out on all streaming platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. Yeah, it's available everywhere right now. Okay, well, great announcement there. <laughs> Perfect. Do you have a bunch of gigs planned or festivals or what about live acts? Brandon, take it away. Um, so, yeah, we have a couple shows booked right now. We um I live uh, about an hour and a half away from where the rest of the guys reside. So pretty much like there's a lot of venues in that area. So right, right now we're pretty much just trying to book as many shows for the summer and um, kind of just build up that. And then we're also processing like writing and just, um, I, I think we have a show uh, we're playing boat night in Port Huron in July. I think it's July 15th. And then we have a show in Detroit on June 10th at court town tavern which will be fun so i love i love playing detroit it's a really good it's a good spot for a lot of shows so well what kind of demographics attend your show people in their 20s maybe or all ages tell me um yeah i we definitely get kind of a mix it's funny to see i'm gonna actually say our demographic right now is like late 20s early 30s I think there's a lot of people just like us who are just kind of reliving that phase of their life. You know, it's like we're playing music that frankly was would have been relevant in the early to mid 2000s. So people who grew up with it, just like we did, are starting to catch and take notice and come out to the show. So definitely late 20s, early 30s seems to be the primary demographic. When you have your, let's say, live shows, what what can somebody expect from attending one of your live shows? What kind of, you know, how do you guys do it? Maybe we'll take that. I haven't um, seen you live. Do you jump around? You kind of like the warp tour people. <laughs> I would say there's a lot of energy, yeah. uh, really fast and loud drums. Lots of group vocals. Intense bass riffs really heavy bass sounds um we have a lot of energy we like to jump around 
I know I like to jump around from my drum set as much as I can. Yeah, that's pretty much the what, uh, the only thing we're really trying to bring is, you know, just bring that energy and get people moving and, you know, come on, let's hang out and, and enjoy this time we got. We got you for 20, 30 minutes, you know, let's. <laughs> yeah, do they do actually, circling and moshing or how, how's the crowd react? Yeah, there's definitely a shocking amount of moshing, definitely some circle pits. It, it gets lively for, for a pop punk band, that's for sure. Any thoughts of doing a tour or going outside of your own area? Yeah, so we're definitely pushing uh, to get out at least, if nothing else, into the tri-state area. We're trying to play more Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, even venture out to Chicago and Toronto. Um, as far as touring, <clears throat> we would love to get on the road. We're just we're making sure we're being a little bit more choosy than not. We figure it makes more sense to get a proper support tour than just to go out DIY and, you know, waste a bunch of money and maybe play for a few kids. So we will definitely be touring in the future. We're just waiting for the right tour to come along. Sounds good. Touring is high on the agenda for all of us. That is the main, you know, a lot of exciting things happen for us, but when, when that gets to that point that's when i know i'll be the most excited yeah. i talk about it with these guys on a daily basis now i presume everybody probably has a day job like most people in bands for the most part yeah uh a yeah. couple of us work actually in the touring industry so it's been oh. kind of like yeah you know do what we can while we're home and then the other guys kind of work you know on their own while they're uh well the other couple are away. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we've been very productive, though, for for a band that, you know, we live pretty far from the other guys. So like we practice once, twice a week. Um, every time it's always it's always productive. We're writing new stuff, but we're getting tighter. And, you know, we will lose a guy here or there because he's on a month tour. But, um, you know, we got four other guys that are able to hold it down and uh and uh keep working and plugging away on on the things that uh we got to work on you know so i think we've been pretty pretty good at uh staying diligent on everything that we got to take care of what do you think one of the biggest challenges could be for a band what do you think finances <laughs> what did we say our vibes are vibes are high but our bank accounts are low or something like that yeah yeah, yeah morale's exactly. low riffs are high yeah that's, nah, that's what it was yes no i think um one of the most challenging things is like it's this financially to to do a band at first you're you're putting it out all on your own and uh you know videos cost four figures and records cost five figures yeah. and you know i was talking with the guys this year i was like hey we, we should look at look at um incorporating because this year alone we're gonna hit the over ten thousand dollar mark a quarter into the year and um and just kind of like thinking about it, like wow you know we're adults now we're not 16 and 17 where we don't have money to do the things we want to do so now it's like oh we put out two music videos oh we, you know we we have publicists and we have management and we have all these things that like you know the money and having the equipment that's up to par to go on these tours having a van with insurance and trailers 
Um, I think that's really the biggest thing because these days you have everything at your fingertips. You know, I do have like recording stuff to demo, but going and making a real record for that people are really going to want to hear, you know, it, it costs money. Well, the quality of the recording is really good. Thank your- you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Whoever did it did a good job. So yeah, Dave did a great yeah. job over at uh, Tuxedo Apps Studios in Roseville. Here, he's a good guy. Yeah, we Jim actually knew him first. Worked with him at a venue downtown. I'm pretty sure, right? So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, recorded with. Uh, I can't pronounce his last name, so I was calling Dave. Um, but yeah, we worked together at St Andrews Hall in Detroit. Pretty legendary venue. If you haven't been, it's pretty amazing. Um, and then we had the whole thing mixed and mastered with Lance Preck. Am I saying that? Lance right? Prank. Prank. Yeah. Over in, uh, he's in Australia, but he's an absolute wizard as well. So we've had some, we have a really good team working on the audio side. Absolutely. What's something that you would want people to know about your band? Hmm. That hasn't been put I- out there. Some something I would like, you know, people to know about our band is that um first of all, we do this because we love it. And second of all, we're um we're very understanding people, but in today's day and age, like we're we're a very um like mental health aware band. Um there's lots of things going on between people and like we've all been through stuff. Um, in our personal lives that like are very hard on people. Um, and I think that's like something that we're talking about more in the music industry, but needs to be talked about. You know, we want to, um, go out and, uh, sorry. No, just kind of be there for people. Like, you know, if they, if they can relate to our music and realize that everybody's going through the same stuff and feels the same way, you know, you don't have to feel like you're less than because you're feeling upset or anxious or whatever, you know, like I, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, if kids can relate to us and, and, you know, our music helps brighten their day a little bit more, you know, that I think that is what we would like kids to take away from our band is like, you can do it too. If you wanted, you know what I mean? Like we were just a bunch of kids that went to shows and never stopped playing because we liked it. And, you know, all the, dominoes fell into place and the ball's rolling right now and we're not special at all we did you know we anybody could do it just to just to piggyback on what ricky's saying i think the one thing that i would want people to know is that it's absolutely never too late to just go for it even if you're feeling like i'm getting older or you know i've got this career i'm in or i've got this house now i have a mortgage whatever your circumstances are like if if you have a goal if you have a dream and if that dream is music or something else it doesn't matter where you're at in your life. You can always go for it. And I think that's what I would want people to take away from what we're doing right now. I like what you said about the mental part, because I think your the lyrics in your songs are very relatable. Everybody's been through what you describe. And when uh, Angelina Singer, one of our Boston staff reviewed I think it was in your bones. She was really enthusiastic about your music. I give her a lot of music to listen to, but your music is the first music that she really, really liked because she really likes going to um, 
pop punk concerts and stuff like that. But I, you know, awesome. That's honest, a huge compliment. Yeah. A lot of good music out of Boston too. So yeah. especially pop punk. So kudos to her, whoever she Angelina, you said? Angelina, yeah. She, our Boston correspondent. So <laughs> she absolutely loves your music. And I mean, because she wrote to me a personal little email and said so. Just That's for you awesome. to know. Well, so, shout out, shout out to Angelina. Just to let you know about that. Uh, when you mentioned the mental health thing, that made me think about the Warp Tour too, because there were a lot of charitable causes at Warp yeah. Tours. I mean, I, I, that was one of the best things about it. They always had little tents for everything from self-examination for breast cancer or even testicular cancer to suicide prevention everything i was just gonna say i remember uh yeah. uh, to, uh was it right to write right love on, on her arms yeah i used to i constantly was supportive of that because um like everyone said already we are so aware of like how easily mental health can just be overlooked or a lot how people Someone don't say talk about it aware. Yeah, painfully. Yeah, great. You're right. Um, but uh, but it's like one of those things where I'm always I love when I go to shows and I see like those tents and everything like that because it does bring awareness to a lot of situations that people don't bring a lot of awareness to. So it's really cool to see because it's kind of just pushed there and, and people can actually go and talk to people and it's a way of communicating and making sure that everyone knows that you know you're not alone in this type of situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, th I think a lot of the lyrics in your songs, like, like mementos, and uh, that was one, for example, people, it might help them get through the bad time, these times, you know what I mean? And I really think that people can commiserate and relate to what you're writing about. And I like the fact that you write about relationships. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> like Ricky was saying, I think the lyrics were really really heavily driven from just a lot of personal experience that went on internally within the band. I mean, it, it's the lyrics themselves. People can call it what it is. You know, it's not a, the newest thing in the world, right? Writing about a breakup or a heartbreak, but it really stems from a real place from, from within the band. So I'm glad he wrote it. Cause I'll tell you just personally, it's been, you know, something to reflect on even within my own band. I'm like, this is awesome. It's something I can relate to myself. So. Sure. And you know what's funny is just I'm curious to hear what the next lyrical the lyrics sound like on the next batch of music because I think all three and maybe all four of us in here right now are in new relationships that are going really well. So I'm really surprised. I'm really <laughs> anticipating what the next lyrical motif is in the next on the next batch of music. Well, the music itself is very uplifting fast and you know you can dance around and stuff it's just the lyrics are real and you're right maybe your whole theme will be different you know for future music it depends on how you feel right yeah exactly yeah i think that's what's cool about music is it's the timestamp of how you're feeling in that moment and what's going on like that just you know you decide to use this quarter that quarter this lyric that lyric and you know, everything that's going on in your life at that moment, how you're feeling is what, how you're going to choose each path. So it's, it's interesting to look back now, like three years later, you know, a couple of years later after recording and writing these and being like, Oh, wow, that was an interesting place. I was in, I remember feeling like that. <laughs> well, I say, keep doing what you're doing. We like your music. I'm always into pop punk and 
I like the depth of your lyrics. It's, you know, thank you so much. It's meaningful what you're writing about. And so if that's your formula, keep doing it. Thank you. That means a lot, actually. It really does. (laughs) Writing lyrics to me was the hardest thing to to do. I'm kind of a guitar player, like first, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I can sing. So I was like, all right, I'm going to sing, but writing, you know, putting it out there, my thoughts and lyrics, you know, and I'm not the only one that writes the lyrics. Like we all, we all put our two cents in, but um, ultimately like I'm kind of shifting them around and stuff. Uh, so it's cool to, to hear that my choices are, have, you know, resonated with people. They I totally cool. do. Uh, I'd say keep being sensitive, keep being vulnerable and write from your heart. And that's what people pick up on. Definitely. Yeah. You know? I think if, if nothing else, we're a pretty genuine band. We're pretty authentic. What you see is what you get. Really? <laughs> I was really hoping you were to say if nothing else, we're a really sensitive band. Well, let's put it this way. Women like that, you know, <laughs> I don't know about guys, but women <laughs> like to look at lyrics that, are sensitive. I enjoy a nice I enjoy a nice movie with a good cry in it. <laughs> <laughs> the notebook. This is true. The Titanic would not be as great if Jack didn't die. So you know, I like to, I like a good romantic comedy and I like to be like, I love love at the end. So you know <laughs> it's okay yeah it's okay to feel feelings and everybody does and that's goes back to what we we're saying. Like it's it's okay. <laughs> like we're just a very yeah, a very um sensitive band. Sensitive band. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> God, I hope I'm not painting you guys as a bunch of like sensitive uh boys, but it's just the lyrics are are great and uh, I'm sure people are crowd surfing as they sing along. <laughs> oh yeah, no. You know you fit perfectly in with us. The whole thing that we love to do is we just like to poke and pry and joke and tease, tease. So <laughs> no, you're fine. You're you're fitting right in. Don't we're teasing. Fine. We're teasing ourselves here. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, yeah. we do. We'll write stuff and we'll be like, "Why is it sad?" <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're about out of time, so I want to thank you guys for joining Rock at Night. Thank you you so much for having us. This is awesome. Thank you. Here is Pressure Luck with Mementos.
You're listening to Rock at Night. The introductory song, Get On Down, is from blues artist Billy, Billy Bass Alford. Look for his music at ReverbNation.com.